spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in to DC On Screen a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this is my sometimes wacky, sometimes lackadaisical co-host, Jason. Hello. You know, some might say you're wackadaisical. It sounds like, it sounds like a masturbatory like affliction. <laughs> I like it. Wackadaisical. Wackadaisical. Sounds like what happens between ages 14 and 15 to every average male. <laughs> Oh, so this is a big episode, man. It's it turned out to be kind of snowballed, especially late in the week, right? Yeah, I mean, there's a I mean, yeah, sure, there's a lot of news. There's a ton of news. Oh yeah. But this is our 30th episode. Oh wait, there are numbers. We do have a number. Yeah. Oh good. Like we stopped we stopped putting numbers on the episode titles probably 3 or 4 weeks in, maybe 5 weeks in. Which probably more lazy. I've kept track. Else, but Oh no, no, no. It was for <laughs> SEO purposes, man. Gotcha. Of course. It was it was it was very um, getting the word calculated out. on my part. Getting the word, yeah, out. it was very calculated on my part. But we're at thirty. I've kept Does, track. Do I like need to buy you something? Do I need to buy you a present or something for thirty? I don't. I don't think so. I think we'll wait till like episode fifty or or one hundred before we start worrying about gifts. Gotcha. gotcha. But um, I did earlier. In Even the then, week, it's just going to be I, a, an action figure. Oh, that would be wonderful. Right. <laughs> I'm going to give you a and copy of the... figure is always welcome. Actually, no, for 30 I'm going to buy you a copy of the Fantastic Four film that just came out. That's what's going to happen. Oh, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> How about you not buy that, mm-hmm. and I will call that my gift. Oh, good. We're clean then. And you can get that for me. Right. Maybe you can help right. me erase the memories of having watched that. Right. Um, so, yeah, I actually crunched the numbers mm-hmm. earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. We... We have done this podcast, like, there's uh, 1,522 minutes of us talking about DC. And that's just the stuff that gets recorded throughout the week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's just the stuff that gets recorded. That's, that's just over 25 hours of DC on screen. Oh, I am the saddest and proudest I think I've ever been of us. Right? Uh, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> that's impressively insane. <laughs> And and yeah, if anyone I, if anyone uh, thinks that we're not well rounded, that doesn't include the amount of time that we've talked we talk you know personally about Marvel about Doctor Who. Right. Uh, there's plenty of stuff to geek out about in the oh. world. Hell, what is it? We record these things on Saturday around one o'clock. Um, I believe right mm-hmm. now they're getting into the last act of a Doctor Who episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, what up, Greenwich Mean Time? Enjoy yourself. Yeah, and that is going to be happening very soon. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for the new Doctor Who 
And you might think, that's not DC related. But I've got some news for you. That's that's about to change. Jason, how would it sound to you Good. if I were to tell you that you were going to be able to see Batman team up with Doctor Who? <laughs> I, I see it all the time. It's just, you know, dreams. No, this isn't a dream, sir. Oh, don't tell me. I, I, don't, I can't handle that much excitement. I, I can't handle you remember that much excitement. Constant listeners to the show will remember that Jason has has constantly, uh, well, cursed out the powers that be for making him spend, well, making him his future self spend, what was it, six, seven hundred dollars for an Xbox One? Of course. For the Arkham Knight <laughs> game? Of course. It, you know, just uh, money I don't have at the moment. Well, get ready for Lego Dimensions, sir. Holy shit. They're going to pull a TARDIS oh, into the Lego stuff, aren't they? On the planet Vorton, mm-hmm. in the center of the Lego multiverse, mm-hmm. the evil Lord Vortek, voiced by Gary Oldman, <laughs> seeks the foundational elements the planet is built on, which have the power to control the multiverse. To do this, he opens vortices in many different worlds, recruiting local villains to aid in his search for the elements and damaging the boundaries between worlds, causing them to merge and characters to be displaced. When Robin, Frodo... And Metalbeard are each pulled. <laughs> uh, okay. Knee-jerk reaction each... to hearing the words Robin, comma, Frodo. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Are each pulled into their vortices. Batman, Gandalf, and Wildstyle all jump in after them. Uh-huh. The three get pulled into the same vortex and appear on Vorton, deciding to ally with one another and travel the multiverse to find their missing friends and stop Vortex plan from succeeding this game is going to have characters in worlds from 14 different franchises that's just starting out they are releasing a starter pack it includes dc comics lord of the rings the lego movie the wizard of oz the simpsons lego ninja go Mm -hmm. doctor who back to the future portal 2 ghostbusters midway arcade scooby-doo uh, Lego Chima and Jurassic World. More franchises are being planned and will Why? be added post Why do you need more? <clears throat> and Why por- do you need like more? Portal 2 snuck in there somehow? Damn. Yeah, man. That's... <laughs> like, it's coming. It's going to be a- I'm actually available. as excited about that as anything else of all things. Yeah. It's actually going to be available September 27th for uh, play, uh, Xbox One, Xbox 360, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, and Nintendo Wii U. Um, you can right. go ahead and pre-order the starter pack. Now, here's the exciting part. It gets better? Really, yes. God. The voice cast, man. All right, give me a quick rundown. Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd are coming back to do oh, Doc Brown and Marty. Oh, God. Oh, man. Chris, Chris Pratt is voicing two characters. One of them being his character from Jurassic gotta World. Be, yeah. And then while Elizabeth he's there, Banks, why not let him be funny somewhere else? Yeah. Elizabeth Banks is coming back to voice her, her character from the Lego movie. Allison Brie is coming back to voice her character uh, from the Lego movie. Charlie Day is also coming back. <laughs> this is amazing. Okay. It, How, it, for, on behalf of, of everyone who owns an Xbox 360 and can't afford to get the Xbox One yet, thank you people who work on lego for giving me one more piece of mileage out of this damn machine <laughs> here's some more man <sighs> troy baker of course you jo- can't make a joel game and McH- not have troy baker in there somewhere <laughs> right joel McHale. really tara strong you know at some point they're just going to include community in this universe right 
Uh, you're just gonna be able. So. To, you're gonna go be able to go to a library and pick up Jeff. You know, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> oh. Oh man. That Peter one. Capaldi and Jenna Coleman. Peter Capaldi and Jenna Coleman. And Michelle Gomez. Oh my god. Oh my god. As well as the previous twelve doctors, inclu- uh, including the War Doctor. They're all going to be used. Uh, even, they're going to be using ar- even archived hurt? audio. Yes, they're using archived archived audio from all the previous doctors. Like if you die as the doctor, you regenerate into a different doctor. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. And and yes, he is teamed up with Batman. Of course he is. <laughs> oh my god. In, in the trailer, they have a scene from Ghostbusters 2. The scene where they're in the sewer mm-hmm. and they see like the 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 train light coming. Of course. And you, they do the close up of Winston like freaking out. Of course. And then it just winds up being like a railroad a, a railroad cart with Batman on it holding a light. Right. And Batman goes, I ain't, I ain't afraid of no ghost. Oh, of course he does. Just this is our damn it. This is our dream game. This is our childhood all in one game. Yep. Oh man. God. Okay. That's that's I, before the show started. I was telling you. I had a piece of news that trumped the Blue Beetle Booster Gold movie. Well, all right, that, and that that might as, I think this that is might it. as well be the segue because I could I could spend an hour just talking about how exciting this game's going to be, but we're doing DC on screen, so <laughs> I'm going to have to bury the little child inside me and 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 try to get on to actual on screen news, right? Well, I mean, I just want to say, you know, really quick though. This isn't just, you know, yeah, this is DC on screen. We're talking about DC characters on screen, and this counts. No, they're, but this isn't just... They're DC characters, just, and they're on a screen. That's Yeah, a, yeah. This isn't just Batman teaming up with Doctor Who, though. Which is enough. This is Doctor Who. That's enough right there. This is Being Doctor, able to go grab Doc Marty. <laughs> this is Doctor Who teaming up with Back to the Future. I know, I know. And the Ghostbusters. I know. Oh... That's... But yeah, they're going to be releasing tons of expansion packs. That's insane. God, that's insane. Oh, um, I, I I didn't even get like a full cast listing. Like I know Matt Lillard is coming in. He's doing Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Like uh, so many people are coming in. They were just throwing up names left and right. It was crazy. God, like, that's amazing. That really is amazing. Oh man. All right. All so right. well, then we're going to move on. The big news then that you've that you already dropped for me this week was. Booster Gold, Blue Beetle. Well, yeah, this is a rumor. I haven't oh, seen no, no, it confirmed. No, no, no. By I've DC. seen quotes. They've got they've got people in place. They already know who's like producing, and <laughs> they're they're thinking about grabbing Zach Penn to come in and write it. Yeah, I know. I did see that, but I'm I still haven't seen an official anything from Warner Brothers. Um, no, not a Warner Brothers press release yet. That would be really comforting. Right. I, I've just seen it as uh, quote. I'm almost sure I saw something from. Uh, if I can find it, I think I saw something from uh, my nemesis Diane. Mm-hmm. Actually confirming oh, that they were yeah. working on it, so um, so, we'll, we'll call uh, this as, one seventy percent sure. I'll call it seventy percent sure. Yeah. So as longtime listeners to the show know, the reason they can't use Blue Beetle and Booster Gold in Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, what? or the Flash is because he's been supposedly groomed for right. Jeff Johns uh, turned things. him down and said we've got something in the works for that, um, which sounded um, like a bizarre uh, brush off. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know why, but and and they're the. The idea is they're going to ha- let Berlani head the thing, um, which is good because apparently he's just got a hot wire to the 
to DC right now. And he actually does. Berlani Productions has an overall deal with Warner Brothers, right. in particular for, uh, to do with DC Entertainment. So he's pretty much got as much green light potential as anybody in the in the game right now. Right. There's a reason he's our hero. Um, One of them. We have so many heroes. So, so many people to thank. The idea... The, the idea is they're trying to snag Zach Penn from Marvel. Mm-hmm. They're trying... They're going to... Greg Berlanti directing. Um, and probably story by, if I was guessing. He's already got a couple... Yeah. Like, he had written a, pri- a pilot for Booster Gold a few years back, apparently. Um, and yeah, had and a Blue Beetle around. TV show. Right. He had a Blue Beetle pilot. Um, so there's a movie... They were going to use gonna that be, property uh, to replace Smallville once it was gone. and Yeah, yeah. So we're looking at a Blue Beetle, Booster Gold, team-up, buddy cop comedy... Emphasis on comedy. Yeah. Which will be refreshing if we're... <clears throat> I'm, think about how deep, again, how, how deep d- these movies this. are that are coming out from, from Warner Brothers right now. The the DC Universe, yeah. uh, Extended Universe, they're calling it, is very dark. Um, right. And I'm good with that. Like, they're, they're, they're going for it. And something that they're going to be able to do well that Marvel hasn't quite hit yet is they're going to be able to do the villains, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's yeah. partly because they're choosing to stay so, you know, so dampened with uh, with their tone. But yeah, for whatever I'll say, whatever I've said previously on this podcast about Man of Steel, and I've probably said it in the Man of Steel review, Zod was a deeper villain than most of the Marvel movies have. Easy. I mean, James Spader couldn't even make a, a truly compelling villain. Don't get me wrong. Ultron, I think, is as close as they've gotten. Absolutely compelling, but it was still it doesn't have that edge. I mean, don't get me wrong, Loki, but he's he's got he's got like an anti-hero feel to him anyway. Even through the first Avengers, you feel like he's just one step away from being on he's, the right side of it. Yeah, he's Spike from Buffy, right? Um, or several other people from Buffy because Whedon. Um, <laughs> he's so good at threading that line, man. God, he's good at that. He's good. Yeah. Um, and then but, you know, yeah, so, Spader coming in to give the the mannerisms and voice to Ultron <laughs> was about as about as close as I've seen it. But they haven't gotten anywhere even close to a Joker. No one's gotten close. Mm-hmm. And you know, Leto, Leto, whatever his name is. Um, what what did we decide his name's actually supposed to be? Leto. It is Leto. Yeah. Uh, just doesn't feel right. But okay, Leto. Even in the clips we've seen of him, is just fucking engaging, right? Yeah, I, I I would agree with you. I, he's chewing that setup, and he, God, that's where his well, teeth are probably. Right, right now, Warner Brothers and and DC by extension is already flipping Marvel the villain bird so hard that they're actually making a movie about their villains. Right, but and and I mean, the point I, of this I don't will know be what you want. It's, it'll be really refreshing to get out because this is this is how I felt about Ant Man. You know, the stories had gotten so big in the Marvel universe that it was nice to see Ant Man be kind of a lot smaller. Um, right, and don't get me wrong. I'm sh- it, yeah, it had world ending no consequences. Yeah, yeah, you know. But it, technically, I know the movie has world ender consequences. Technically, but it right. never quite feels like that. It feels like a movie about a dude and his and his little girl. That's all it felt like to me. And it was really fucking. It was a nice breath of fresh air. And this, yeah. if they do it and then get to include Justice League, them in Justice League, or even there's no way you couldn't include Booster Gold and Blue Beetle and me be happy. There's nowhere that doesn't fit. Put him in the Green yeah. Lantern Corps if you want to. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, they did tease Booster Gold in uh, in Man of Steel. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, I, I hated I'm to see the Man of Steel 2 go on, you know, permanent uh, hiatus, I guess, for a second. But I, I, well, see, if, that's the other if thing. it comes out and the money ends up going to Booster Gold, that's fine. Um, I guess we'll go ahead. That's a good segue then. Okay. On to we all these actually, Man of Steel 2 rumors. Yeah. 
do news at some point, I guess. Yeah. There are all these Man of Steel 2 uh, rumors. Mm-hmm. And like a few weeks ago, like George Miller might be directing it. Then they said, oh, it's going to be put on hold. Mm-hmm. Then a bunch of rumors came out saying like Man of Steel 2 is not on hold. In fact, it's going to include Brainiac looking for Supergirl. And that she has the same genetic code, like the codex in her body that, that Kal-El had. And he's looking for it. And uh, what from what he knows of Kryptonians... He creates Bizarro to fight Superman with George Miller directing. And then they came out and they were like, well, no, that is like, these are all rumors. Someone else came out and said, no, that's a dead concept. And they cannibalized that script or that idea Mm -hmm. for uh, Justice League and Batman v Superman. So other people are thinking like, oh my God, that means Brainiac is going to be the bad guy in Justice League. That was an old treatment then that somebody found. Yeah. Yeah, so now everyone's freaking out, and they think, oh, well, if they cannibalized it for BVS and, and Justice League, that means Supergirl and Brainiac have to be in Justice League, or at the very least, Brainiac. It doesn't mean Supergirl um, has to be anywhere. She's on CBS. I think that I idea is probably gone. You're not getting a Supergirl in the uh, movies. Maybe, but you're, we're getting two flashes, so... I know. I think that's going to end up being the, the exception, hell knows? not the rule, though. Who the hell knows, man? I mean, well, we've already also got Gotham. Yeah, you got yeah. two Alfreds and two And Gotham's Bruce. sitting I mean, in its own little bubble that ha- doesn't have to be touched by anything. That's how they're getting away with using whoever they want. They could use Blue Beetle right and, now and it uh, wouldn't matter. Now, there is another exciting rumor, and that rumor is that George Miller has his pick of either doing Man of Steel 2 or Justice League Dark, the uh, movie that up until very recently Guillermo del Toro was going to direct. Uh, I guess I'll take him on Justice League Dark, but man, right? I don't want to. I'm just not... Just not getting it up for George Miller. Well, it looks like Pacific Rim 2 may be shelved, so Guillermo might actually have another shot. I don't know. Well, good. You know, and I never got around to know. watching Pacific uh, Rim, and I'm I'm confused because it was giant aliens vi- fighting robots, and I'm a guy. But uh, just never got around to it. Pacific Rim was amazing. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> and it might be only shelved because they, um, the same studio that has it is going to do a King Kong movie and then Godzilla 2 and then they're going to do a movie that hits uh like all the monsters against each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard they and were And that doing has more that. name Yeah, that has more name brand recognition than Pacific Rim 2, so Sure. I'm just saying do Pacific Rim 2 with those other movies and then have the kaiju and the and all that the same just bring <laughs> them in. But just that, do the whole thing. That's just that's just my 8-year-old self. Talking. Hey, it'll happen. On to other DC I mean, I forget news. who it is. One of the companies is about to start a new round of um, uh, original horror. They're doing, uh, you know, going back for Dracula and Frankenstein. And oh, yeah. All that. Um, <laughs> mummy, everything. That one will delight me because yeah. I, I am. I'm an old school kind of guy that's that's where a lot of my so you're you're in favor of the the marvelization of the universal monsters sure I mean sure well I'm not apparently they're still planning on going through with that but a Dracula Untold was supposed to be the first installment of that and it didn't do very well I they're never still claiming they're it, gonna which do it kills me because I, I I really I'm an old school vampire fan um yeah like way before this whole vampires glitter bullshit um before the whole true blood fiasco um right i liked the actual you know mythology of vampires and it just always it's always been a fun story for me always have loved dracula stuff never got around to that mm-hmm. i even watched dracula yeah. 2000 when it came out oh i even watched poor that bastard. i went to a theater you poor you poor bastard i know it's commitment <laughs> sir 
But yeah, so if you want to get on the universal, uh, I apologize for getting uh, off the subject, but it is getting near Halloween yeah. as far as I can tell, and you know, you you start yeah. getting zombies on the mind and stuff. Well, yeah, that tends to happen. So yeah, Dracula Untold is the first installment of the what I, I understand is the Marvelization of the Universal monsters. So you guys should go check that out. Maybe you'll get a cult following and they'll keep it in canon. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, it, well, it can get a true Marvelization. We buried the Incredible Hulk, didn't we? Or no, I'm sorry. It was the Hulk. The Incredible Hulk was the yeah, really truly the bad one. Yeah. That we've yeah. all chosen to free. like the one that almost broke Marvel before it even got off the ground. <laughs> Oh, it didn't do that. It was they bad. were still they it well, number one, it wasn't that bad. They got cold I, feet. I actually you know what? I like the uh Angley Hulk more than I like the Incredible Hulk with Nor- with Norton. Really? I really do. I've never heard that before. I'd be curious yeah. to go back yeah, and watch I thought both it was a better movie. But anyway. Uh, well, I thought the, the Angley Hulk was a little more psychologically based and I enjoyed that factor. Um anyway, back to D C. Yeah, we gotta do it. We gotta we gotta Speaking do the actual of Man news. of Steel. Let's too. try to pull right through the news. I'm sorry, yeah, speaking guys. Speaking of Man of Steel 2, yeah, I mean, we get we get sidetracked. We've been so excited, what can I say? and there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Um, Max Landis, the, this is the guy that wrote uh, Chronicle, mm-hmm. um, and he also did that viral video, Death and Life of Superman. The um, uh, that, that video alone, if you just got nothing going on and you got 30 minutes, dude, completely worth it. Cameos all over the place, does a wonderful job oh, yeah. of retelling, actually, the... The weirdness Elijah that Wood. was that like '90s Superman's dead, but he's not thing. Yeah, Elijah. Yeah, Simon like Pegg's in there Wood. for a second. Simon <laughs> Pegg. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, so he went on Screen Junkies and Movie Fights mm-hmm. and uh, on YouTube mm-hmm. and gave a crazy but amazing pitch for Man of Steel two. Like just what he would do. I can't even do it justice. But he's just coming up with this crap off the top of his head, and this is why he should be writing more. <laughs> like he's he's got he does great really with good... power stuff. He does like Chronicle was really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got some pretty interesting ideas uh, for Man of Steel too. I mean, they're not going to happen, but it's you know it's a fun way to, to waste ten minutes. Gotcha. Um, in the news here, uh, Matt Damon is saying that Jason Board could uh, Jason Bourne could kick Ben Affleck's Batman's ass. I saw that. I'd love to see it tried. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see him try. Unfortunately, we could never see him try because just by virtue of Jason Bourne being in the scene, it would have to be that shaky cam, so you couldn't actually ever see what really was see happening. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> it just, Which is why I don't watch the Bourne movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem you had with the Star Trek films, too, recently. Right. I hate again. shaky cam. I know. Um, interesting bit. Uh, Gal Gadot... Almost played Feora in Man of Steel, really? but by the time they told her that she was cast as Feora, she was like a month pregnant, and she turned it down. But if she had done that, she couldn't have been Wonder Woman now. I think she's she looks great as Wonder Woman, so I, th- I think you know this might right. have worked out great and free baby. Yeah, and by the way, she looks great to have had a child. <laughs> right. like, oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, there, that's a that's a you go girl kind of moment right there. Right? Yeah. Like, Killing it. I think she I think she might be my hero. Right. I still have baby weight, and I'm a dude. I've never had a kid. Right. For any of those who don't know how, you know, anatomy works. How kidding works. Right. <laughs> so, um, Jeremy Irons was uh, asked about his Alfred, and um, he said he's only in about five or so scenes, 
But he said, uh, Zack Snyder, the director, wanted to create a completely different I, uh, a completely different Alfred. So I felt I didn't have to carry any baggage from previous Alfreds. It's sort of a reincarnation, if you'd like. I had a feeling I was creating my own Alfred, more of a man who can actually do anything if he has to. So I'm glad that Jeremy Irons feels like that he's treading on new ground. Yeah, but I don't want Sean weepy Pertwee? Alfred back. Right, Sean Pertwee? Anyone? Yeah, Anyone? seriously. Gotham? Badass Alfred, or from what, what was it like? Earth Two, New Fifty Two, Beware the Batman. Like any of these Alfreds will do. Yeah, they're all badass. No, um, the the one the the even the one Alfred right from now, animated series. Yeah, even him. He he was kind of his own snarky little badass. No, well, the the Alfred he in, was actually in he right was an is, MI six agent. He was in, in oh, Canada, yeah 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 in he was he was yeah yeah You're right. But uh, exactly how he just described it, someone who could do anything if you needed him to. Man, that's fucking Pertwee right, right. now, right? Yeah. I mean, and I think I, I you know I've I've heard fans complain about this, but I kind of really dig this take on Alfred. This has been one of my favorite things to come out of this whole like New Fifty Two crap. Is Alfred's a badass again? Right. <sighs> um. Well, right now he's an armless badass, a mopey <laughs> armless badass, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I haven't read I haven't read a lot after Endgame, so <laughs> I don't know. Right. Okay. That's fair. I, I haven't. Yeah. I dude. Yeah. I. I Number forty-one sure got like, immediately into Gordon in a bat suit, and I was ah, I'm just gonna tune out for a minute. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I apologize, just in general for my behavior. But I tuned out. I'm gonna wait until that that passes, and then I'll that's fair. I'll check it back. You out. know it's gonna pass. Yeah, and you know it's gonna pass. I know. Maybe I'll to get a nice hook. Well, in your in your uh, in your absence from Batman, pop over to Justice League and check out the Bat God stuff. Like Batman sitting in in like Metatron's chair. Yeah, yeah, you told me about that. Um, That's getting real fun. No, it, and <laughs> you told me about the a fascinating moment where um, he he asks like, "What's the Joker's real name?" And the the chair tells him, and he says, "No, it can't be." Um, yeah, no, he, no, he is just very factual. He just goes, "No, that's impossible." Right. Oh, okay. And we move on with our day. Like he's just like, "Okay, I can't trust the chair for everything." Right. Because even the Batman. Even, like the Batman is willing to to sneer at a god chair. <laughs> hey, if anyone can tell Kirby to fuck himself, it's Batman. But he wouldn't because he has proper respect for Jack Kirby. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> speaking of uh, <clears throat> speaking of old school um, old school creators I who was, haven't gotten their due, I was hoping you'd get there. Bill Finger, man, hell yes, but he's. He he is finally getting credit. Um, he's finally going to be getting credit for uh, at, well, at this mean, point seventy six years worth of changing the world yeah. is what he fucking gets credit for. Right, exactly. Like Bob Kane has always been credited as the creator of Batman, and in fact, he did create Batman, but mm-hmm. in a very loose sense. Bill Finger was the one who who pretty much put most of the Batman mythos as we know them uh, into play. Yeah. He created the Penguin. He created Robin, the Joker, the Batcave, like so many things. Like Bob like, Kane he, pretty much created a dude who runs around in a bat suit, <clears throat> and then Bill Finger created everything that's cool about him. Yep, everything. Pretty much the, that's, the detective that, part. That the I mean, don't get me wrong. Neil Adams and and Denny O'Neill came back and and focused on a couple of things that had gotten lost over the years and really took it to a different place and you know we started getting the yeah. dark knight out of it but finger put yeah. all of that shit in in motion all of the stuff that you care about <laughs> so uh starting on gotham season two oh, yeah. um in the credits it will uh, and it will carry over into batman v superman 
that will be the first uh, Batman movie that has it on there. It'll say Batman created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger. That's amazing. So, yay! That really finally. Is, yeah. So there is some real justice in the fucking world. Yeah. Right. The um. Because Bill Finger's the real Batman. He is, dude. That's that's 76 years worth of, of hope and good that that man brought, and he's never fucking gotten credit for it. Just never gotten right. what he what he should have. And, you know, how much... If over you're the listening years, to this podcast, just think about how much a Batman affected you. And Just imagine that over the years, every time you see an old movie or TV show that says Batman, Batman created by Bob Kane, imagine that it's really saying Batman created by the Joker. Right. And then remember that Tim Burton movie, and remember how pissed off you were that Batman killed, uh, that, that the Joker killed Batman's parents, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that he did in fact create the Batman. Right. Oh. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, this was finally, a, this was a turn for good. This was a this was a good thing. And you know, it's all starting to get kind of sorted absolutely. out. Absolutely. There aren't as many. Actually, I think that was the last one I really knew about as a major discrepancy in the who created whom kind of thing. Because yeah, you know, Superman and Batman are Definitely. accounted for and credited properly. Yeah. So, um, you know, not that a lot of people, not that, not that a lot of people will care about that as far as like mainstream people who are just kind of like, I just want to hear about Batman stuff. Okay. But I mean, this is kind of a big deal and this is, you know, as, uh, you know, uh, we certainly haven't created anything as popular as Batman and Superman on our own, mm-hmm. but at, at the same time, we are creators. We, we are, we're writers. We've created things. And, um, you know, to, to have that stripped away from you, if the, you know, as soon as it gets popular, it's stripped away from you and you never make a dime off of it and you die in poverty and never get credit Which for it. Which happened really to sucks. one of the guys who created Superman. Actually, it happened to both of the guys that created Superman. Well, one of them actually lived to see it. The other one didn't. Yeah, I mean, well, both of them lived to see it to some degree, but, I mean, oh my gosh, man. Like, that's, that's just awful. Yeah, like, that sucks. So anyway, um, on to other news. Wonder Woman... Um, Apparently, production will start in November um, on different set locations. Uh, London, England, Rome, Italy. Uh, they're thinking that, uh, as Jason said or surmised a few weeks ago, uh, Themyscira would be Italy. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, that's, that looks like it's panning out exactly as Jason said it. Woo-hoo! So heed our words, Internet. <laughs> heed our words. Behold <laughs> our awesome prognosticatory um, powers. We also we we got a uh, a tip from our uh, buddy Christopher White. Uh, it looks like the movie's going to center on the uh, God of War Ares and uh, the sorceress. Uh, is it Circe? Circe? I don't. Know. I've heard it said. Circe. It looks like. I'm, 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 yeah, I've heard that one. I don't know. It's one of those Rage Raj things. Uh, it looks like Sean Bean and Eva Green, respectively, are being con- highly considered for those roles. Um. So yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's 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 really interesting seeing the Wonder Woman stuff coming in, and there there the rumor is that it'll start off in World War II era and end in the present day. Yeah, and um, come on, you're starting in World War II. We've got to have Steve Trevor involved somewhere. No, World War One, man. Is it one? Okay, but still, it's it's you start in you know one of the World War times. I my first thought is Steve. Well, Trevor. yeah, just every time Steve Trevor is involved. He's being played by Chris Pine. Sure, I know, but um, my problem was. All right, my question. I'm just kind of curious about what they're going to do with the time thing here. Like, are, are we going to go to present day at all, or is, is Trevor old? I, I'm going to be curious about that. I don't know, but um, he's just a dude. I yeah. mean, he's going to age between they're, World War and present. Well, from what I'm hearing, he's got a multi-picture deal, so he'll probably he'll probably be showing up in multiple movies. Good. I'm hoping he's part of the present tense then, so uh, part of the modern world. Yeah. 
Um, so uh, your nemesis is back in the news. I saw. Uh, I, once again, our, our buddy Christopher White sent us this uh, this little tidbit, and then it showed up every freaking where else. Mm-hmm. Um, Diane Nelson mm-hmm. has it, it, well. She explained why they would not be sharing a universe with the TV. Uh, the movies in the TV universes would not be the same universe. She said it could end up handcuffing our creators into trying to work with the same storyline or force them to hold back characters or introduce certain characters. Ultimately, it hinders the ability for someone like Bruno Heller to come in and create Gotham. Now, Obviously, I take issue it with what she said. I have three right off the top of my head, Diane, you bitch. Well, um, first of all, yeah, first of all, she's saying that, you know, it's handcuffing characters and not letting them use, introduce or use certain characters which is exactly what she's been doing this entire That's time. That's exactly not what her... be on Arrow. Yes, yeah, she's done that so many times already. And where was that philosophy when you decided to make Ezra Miller the Flash? Right. W, T, and F, Diane. Um, so what happened there? Why, why are you handcuffing him now? Plus, it doesn't handcuff anything. The Flash has fixed this for you, too. You're going to have multiple universes yeah. now in canon, in the Berlantiverse. Let it ride. You can do whatever you want. It's free-filled. Put your tent wherever. It's not going to handcuff anybody to have to deal with another problem. And, you know, don't use Gotham as an excuse. Gotham can do whatever it fucking wants because it has nothing to do with these other storylines. It sits in its own timeless little bubble. Um, Mm -hmm. You could bring in whoever you wanted, and it doesn't affect a thing. You can cast Superman right now in Gotham, and it doesn't affect the movies. Uh, No, no. Sorry, Diane. Try again. Try again. Yep. I'll forgive her if she lets Batman show up on Arrow. (laughs) Um, well, hopefully she'll go away. Hopefully her new position means that someone else can come in and be like, you know what? She's full of shit. Let's do this. (laughs) No, she's president of DC Entertainment. I don't know if that's going to, I don't know if we're going to get a fix she's moved on to, I don't know if she's left the president of DC Entertainment and moved on to like, because I know she's now like Warner Brothers. She's moved on to actual Warner Brothers. Right. Something. So she's head of a bunch of crap over there. The way I understood it, she was still in charge of the DCEU, no matter how much her job changed. My ardent hope is that she just gets distracted. Yeah. And they can kind of pull some shit behind her back. I don't know. No, I'm wanting it. You know how... You know how you can do things with uh, legislation where you, you put a bill up that makes seems like it makes complete sense and like the 115th clause on it is some bizarre shit that you wanted to sneak in? I think that's how mm-hmm. we're going to have to do this. <laughs> and I think it's going to have to be teamwork. I want Stephen Amell and Jeff Johns to get on this shit. Yeah. And the fans. And grab Ezra Miller because he apparently understands this whole multiverse thing. So grab Ezra Miller while you're there. Yeah. You go yeah. gang up and go to the offices. I'll drive you all. It'd right. be an honor. I got Oh, my gosh. All right. Speaking of Gotham, uh-huh. Robin Lord Taylor, the cat playing the penguin. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing the fuck out of the penguin. Says, yeah. <clears throat> well, he wants for viewers of Gotham to finally meet Penguin's dad. Um, and he actually has an idea of who he wants. He, he, he's very definite in who he wants to play his father. He says he's a huge Paul Rubens fan. Huge oh. fan of Pee Wee Herman. And um, call, man. he said, I would just love it if we could get him on. If we could establish Oswald's parents and have it be Paul Rubens. That would be incredible. God, good now, call, Mr. Taylor. Yeah, and it's such a good call that it's already been done. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I missed that. <laughs> what what have Paul I missed? Paul Rubens. Yeah, Paul Rubens played the Penguin's father in Batman Returns. Holy the shit, 1992 you're right. 
Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito film. Holy yep. shit. Show enough, show enough. Wow. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, the cast it, members are in coming out. In the course out. of it, he brings up an excellent point. i got to go back and watch the Keaton movies again. I, I was... <laughs> No, no, I'm going to let myself off the hook. We're probably doing that next summer as like, a, you know, yeah. during the hiatus of TV and movies sure. when they abandon us. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't have time for it now, no. man. TV's ramping up. No, I'm trying to watch, I'm trying Season... to finish the damn Flash. I know, me too. <laughs> so uh, Gotham cast members are coming out and they have said, uh, well... Season two is going to be more serialized, uh-huh. which we I think we've already reported on. McKenzie said um, that, well, he responded, someone noted that the premiere of this of season two looked or felt like a, a second pilot. And uh, McKenzie said, yeah, we're re-originating the show pretty significantly. You could say this is a second pilot, and you're right. The first pilot we made did show how it could be a grand serialized saga, but it got diverted into the procedural act. We basically needed to end the first season and write the ship to move it back where it should have been. There's 75 years of this stuff, all of these characters and all these movies, they're really rich and have this really complicated moral landscape that they're living in. So let's, you know, explore that. Hell yeah, Mackenzie. Right? And Sean Pertwee said uh, that the new episodes, quote, rip along and pushed together into longer story story arcs. And it sa- he says, I think it feels like there are less pages to the scripts, but more going on. Interesting. That's actually, I don't he, know, man. He also, that, those are both really kind of exciting things to hear. Yeah, and he also um, he also confirmed, actually, by, by the way, mm-hmm. we're, we're lo- we're, we are lovers of, of words and language, and um, this is amazing. He, <laughs> Sean Pertwee, referred to the first season as being banderjacked. Wow. Banderjacked by excessive breaks, causing the flow of the story to get lost. He says, we won't have that extra break, that March Madness thing. We're doing 11, break, then another 11. Good. Okay, these people have got, by the way, Banderjack, man. That's worth a, right? that's worth a standing O right there. <laughs> um, I, don't think I've, I don't think I've run across that word since like 10th grade reading assignment. Um, right. And and now I'm I'm feeling the excitement that I wish I'd felt during the Argotham What to Expect <laughs> episode. Hey, there's plenty of time. And um, oh, and uh, you, I didn't you know Banderjack would do it. Yeah, well, hey, I could have guessed. I guess. Um, now something you mentioned, uh, I'll go ahead and bring up is there are more promos if anyone's looking to watch them. But I have seen enough. This is I think Dave agrees with me on this. We. Yes, we've seen enough of the. We've been fed enough of the. Po- we just want to watch the damn show now. So there's promos. It premieres in like again. We record these on Saturday. It it premieres in three days from when we're doing it. By the time it actually this episode gets out, it will premiere tomorrow. Just yep. Just hang in there. But if you want to go back and check out the promos, I'm sure they're good. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of them. Like uh, there, uh, there's something about uh, well, there's one where Ben McKenzie talks about Gordon being fired and doing illegal shit to get his job back, mm-hmm. which I did see a, pre- a different promo where he had done something and Loeb used it as an excuse to fire him, of course. and actually mentioned that Bullock has already been has already quit. Ooh. Um, so that's why we haven't seen a lot of Bullock because he quit. Um, that's gonna be fun. So yeah, he's gonna end up being like. Yeah. Uh, Oh man, I'd love to see just a season with Bullock hanging out with a Bud Light and a Hawaiian T-shirt the entire time, <laughs> right? Just just chilling, cracking wise, you know. Now I don't I don't know what this is about, but they released a weird little 
short rundown of who Jerome is with new footage. Um, it's called hashtag maniacs with an X, M-A-N-I-A-X. And um, there's just some real quick shots of, yeah, I don't know. There's a quick shot, the, uh, lots of quick shots of Jerome just doing very jokery things. He look, It looks like a lot of fun. Hopefully it will be. Speaking of Joker mm-hmm. and Jerome, I should say, uh, Cameron Monaghan was talking about Jerome, and he says he's a living, ticking time bomb, and he meets a man who realizes how to access that and utilize it in a way that's extremely destructive on a more massive level than what Jerome had previously been. So He gets to basically throw a big party for himself, a big murderous party. <laughs> Jim. Spoken like Jim, the... the- clown prince of crime right there yeah jim is a representative of a greater idea of law and order and everything jerome is resents and rebels against it uh i think he wants to use him to demonstrate to the rest of the city exactly how he feels okay i mean now if you don't want to wait if, if you're one of these um well if you have a playstation 4 apparently you can already get the gotham premiere because they've already leaked it or they've <clears throat> excuse me They've already uh, released it to PlayStation 4 people. Really? People who have that. And, uh, well, and, of course, as you might surmise, because of that, it has now leaked online in all of its grand illegal torrenting goodness. Uh Uh-huh, of course. So, you know, float out to international waters and and check that out. If you you just have to, I'm going to wait for the premiere. Actually, I'm going to wait for the premiere on this one. I, I, you know, I don't know. Normally, I probably would go find it. Yeah through whatever means but um yeah i think i'm actually just gonna chill on that and wait plus it'll give me two more days now, to, try to finish the flash yeah now here is one more big thing that has got me really excited about gotham season two again wish i'd seen this when we did the the, pre- the preview episode it wasn't available you couldn't have known <clears throat> i know there is a big rumor mm-hmm. that two main characters will die early on this season oh really they're not saying who but that would establish a very interesting precedent. Yeah, in Gotham, not everyone's going to make it to the final Rogues Gallery. Like we all, we I mean, one of the most exciting things to me about the finale was that Fish Mooney just, or well, I to go back and you know keep to my word, bedazzled Callisto, right, blew Maroni's brains out, uh huh, unceremoniously too. When, it was kind of I hated that. I like that guy. I was I always have enjoyed him. I do too. He was uh he was delightful in Dexter. Even good uh, in one episode so, of Burn Notice. Yeah, I mean he's good. I don't. I mean, but yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be really messed up. That will it's be gonna new. be really messed up if, if it's Bruce. <laughs> <sighs> I, that may be the that that may be a thrown refrigerator or a jumped shark. However you like to. Or it might be just what the show needs. Right. I, I mean they they were like, saying that oh, you, Joker's you've... more of a concept and blah blah blah, but um, that'd be a hell of a like, oh you think you hell of a thing to throw at us is. <laughs> Yeah. Kill off Bruce Wayne. Like, oh, now if, the only way I would possibly accept it is if you kill off Bruce Wayne, and in his honor, Alfred takes up the threads and the cowl. Only way I Gordon. Yeah, hey, I could deal with Gordon, but I really want to see Pertwee beat some ass. It's so much more fun. Yeah, and Gordon needs to be Gordon. All right. You know? He's... <laughs> All right. Over to the Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, they released uh, a three weeks trailer. That's what it's called. Three weeks, and it showcases lots of cool behind the scenes stuff. Um, I would say is worth watching. Only, only. To see the guy in the in the weird mocap suit uh, for Adam Smasher, oh, because yeah. Adam Smasher grows. Yeah. So they've got this like it looks like 
some weird Star Wars alien. Right. But then they like mesh it into what the final scene will be with Adam Smasher growing and holding the Flash by the throat. And it's a lot of fun. In the preview, when uh, the, the <clears throat> promo they did release for the Flash, um, it man, the Smasher looked pretty good in the graphics. Actually, all the graphics for the Flash so far looked pretty great in the trailers, or what we've seen of season two. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, now they did also release a new poster with Barry uh, on his knees screaming with uh, lightning bolts gr- going through him. It's a pretty cool, pretty cool poster. I mean, if they release that for retail, that might wind up on my wall. <laughs> well, if uh, if the internet even just rips it well enough for you, that might still end up on the wall. Yeah. Um, so they someone gave uh, Andrew Kreisberg in relation to season two a uh, word association exercise. And this is Which what we got is out a, of it. A fun way to do an interview. I wish more people did that. Yeah, me too. Never do it with Michael Shannon. So they, that cock. <laughs> Zod. <laughs> Doomsday. I mean, flippers. <laughs> flippers. Hands. Flippers. Flippers. No. Um, so, Barry Allen, New Love. Iris West, Face from the Past. Caitlin Snow, Burr. <laughs> Cisco. <laughs> Cisco Ramon, metahuman. Oh, good. Harris Wells, Harris Harrison Wells, alive. Did he put a, a question mark on it? Yes. Oh, God. And you know what? As much as I enjoyed watching Harrison Wells be evil, and <laughs> Kavanaugh is—he killed it. He did a great job with it. Um, yeah. As much as I enjoyed it, though, man, those couple of scenes with him just being like, you know, a, a genuine dude scientist—I could deal with that for a minute. Let the actual Harrison yeah. Wells come back and and lead the team proper with an actual mm-hmm. you know moral, uh, forgiving the joke about the wheelchair upright man. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, see, uh, Joe West, stalwart. Really? Okay. Ronnie Raymond, Ronnie Raymond, bravery. Henry Allen, heart. <laughs> Jay Garrick, broken. Oh. Patty Spivet, delightful. Okay, that part sounds right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Jay Garrett broken thing. Jay Garrett broken has got to be thing. the. I mean, the uh, burr I mean, and broken oh. are the highlights. I think. Um, uh, well, Cisco metahuman is pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. I want him to get to that as soon as possible. Now, Kreisberg uh, was asked about uh, Wally West's introduction. Um, he said that he would liken Wally coming in to the way that they brought in Colton Hayes or Haynes on Arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, just like with Colton, who eventually one day put on the Arsenal costume, I wouldn't be surprised if one day Wally West becomes Kid Flash. Part of the season is watching Barry mature and grow up, not just as the Flash, but as Barry Allen. Suddenly introducing him to a bit of a wayward kid who has some attitude problems and some authority issues and is quick with a sassy remark, all all of which is very Wally West. Oh, yeah. And watching Wally in, all, then watching Wally integrate into Star Labs universe, but... Also, just the world of these characters is going to be a lot of fun for the back half of the year. Okay. And, yeah, he's right. It is going to be the back oh. half of the year because we know what they're doing for the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. We know what everybody's They're building doing. up the Legends of Tomorrow. Right. So, on to Arrow, I suppose. Sure. Um, Shoot over. September 22nd, Arrow Season 3 Blu-ray is dropping. Um, speaking of Colton Haynes, he did confirm he'll be back on Arrow. Um, Good. I got you. said, to I just finished... Yeah, he says I just finished a very very sad movie, but I'm about to go. <laughs> I've been sad I'm for about a very to long go, time, and I would like to go play now. Yeah. He says, but I'm about to go into two other projects, and then yeah, you know, find some time to maybe step back into. Uh, and then he trails off, and um, so everyone kind of flipped out, and he was like, "It's one, it's one call away." So yeah, you will definitely be seeing me back on Arrow and possibly a few of the spinoff shows. 
Really? And one of the one of the reporters said, "So you're re- you're appearing on the Flash?" And he says, "Are you putting words in my mouth?" <laughs> Let's just say I would love to, and if it happens, it's going to blow everyone's minds. If it happens, oh, and see, now, uh, they, if, and if it's going to be the, that big for him, he can't be speedy now. Those threads have been passed. Uh, He's got to be Arsenal. Hold on, hold on. So then, well, he was Arsenal before, yeah, except for that one weird episode, right? But he's never been but like then, Arsenal, um, Arsenal. I, I, I want you know yeah. guns coming out of every orifice, and I want one so less press, arm. Sorry. The pr- the press con host said whether or not you're appearing anywhere else, we're neither confirming nor denying. And he says, I think we're confirming. And he smiles and winks. I don't know. He seems like the kind of guy that might smile and wink a lot. I know. Paul McCartney does, does that shit. <laughs> He'll just wink at you. At, the, at, at his age, I think that's more of a tick. No, no, he started this early. You watch the watch the footage of those kids. He, he's he's a long time winker. It's like, damn it, Jason <laughs> McCartney's having a stroke. That's that's how we'll know he's not having a stroke. So um, he's gonna live forever. I want to I want to believe it at least. So Stephen Amell uh-huh. is saying that there is no lighter tone for Arrow. What he just said there was. He's, he said, I read in a lot of publications that it's going to have a lighter tone. Whatever. It's Arrow. Arrow is Arrow. <laughs> I wonder if he just got a hold of some of the newer scripts and, and saw where it was going and, and is trying to cope himself. I mean, look, they did. They sat there and said all summer and come on, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 try that. Don't sidestep. No wriggling. You, you said all summer that it was a lighter tone. All of your producers said all summer it was a lighter tone. That it was going to be a little different show. That they had, and they all the pro- mm-hmm. promotional material was there. All the you know Coast City Green Lantern signs. Um, uh, no wriggling, sir. And yeah, but then they give us that freaking promo that says "Embrace Your Dark Side." Yeah, yeah. So, so I believe he is right. I just kind of come on now. Over the Legends of Tomorrow, uh, Guggenheim, Mark Guggenheim, the EP teased the Metal Men for Legends of Tomorrow. I saw. Yeah. Um, so that's a thing. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, Casper Crumb posted Instagram photos of himself uh, working out with the dude that's playing Hawkman. Gotcha. Uh, pictures of himself at the at a comic book shop, uh, and then tons of Vandal Savage comics. Of course. And uh, then him practicing archery, saying, "Watch out, Arrow, we're coming for you." <laughs> oh, that's gonna be fun. For our listeners who don't who aren't in the know, Casper Crumb is playing Vandal Savage in Legends of Tomorrow. I know. It, you know um, you know how rare it is? This is maybe the first time I've ever seen it. You know how rare it is to take a character from a, a, a DC or Marvel's universe and actually downgrade how cool your name sounds? Yeah. I, he's he's got a supervillain name as he as is. Mm-hmm. It sounds like Vandal Savage could be the boss of Casper Crumb. Right. His right hand man. His now, Ubu. This Jay Jackson character. This Jay Jackson character that everyone was freaking out about. I freaked out. I spent hours this summer trying to figure out who he was. Yeah, well, we got an idea of who he is now. Finally. When asked about Jay Jackson, uh, showrunner for Legends, Phil Klemmer said, I will say he's probably the last person that Professor Stein wanted to share Firestorm with. I think for me it's all about tension and interpersonal friction, so this isn't the normal superhero story where everybody's on the same team, pushing in the same direction. It's really about a sort of turning on ourselves and whether we can learn to get along in order to save the world. So apparently this cat is going to be sharing Firestorm with Professor Stein. How does that work? We wondered, I don't know, but we we wondered why Ronnie Raymond was gonna, wasn't going to be in Legends. Well, yeah, here's, I just... Here's our... I, uh, okay, yeah, I mean... Here's, here's our I'm, answer. I'll sit back and wait. 
Yeah, I, I mean, guess till twenty freaking sixteen. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I don't. Uh, and you know, you know, uh, what's his name? Robbie Amell is still going to be showing up on the Flash um, mm-hmm. as Ronnie Raymond. I mean, there's no no change there. Uh, but you did wonder in the little bit of promotional stuff you've seen for for LOT, you did wonder, um, mm-hmm. you know, if Ronnie's all the way over there, how is he still flaming on over here? But mm-hmm. I, I think well, Caitlin's got to become Killer Frost. Sure. I don't see a way of that happening any better than if Ronnie dies. Yeah, that's a good point. And there's point. precedent for it in the comics. Yeah, you're right. There's precedent. And especially since uh, the word that uh, was used to describe him in that word association test was uh, bravery. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right, we'll hold back on that. Now, and, and Well, we can expound upon it, I guess, during the Flash and Arrow previews. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, I've got two more bits of news. Oh, um, shoot. How it should have ended... They do a great little bit, uh, a great little series over there. It's called Super Cafe. Uh, mm-hmm. They they've done so many great bits with Batman and Superman. Pretty much all comic book movie episodes that they do. Yeah. They're one of my favorite Batman uh, and Superman knockoffs of the Christopher Nolan Batman. Yeah, they're easily one of my um, favorites. So they had how it should have ended. Have, have they've put out a parody of uh, Taylor Swift's Bad Blood mm-hmm. involving Batman? Of course they did. <laughs> It's pretty good, man. Of course they did. <laughs> how is that song getting so much... Ryan Adams just covered that damn thing. Like, How is that song? Uh-huh. I don't understand the world sometimes, uh, Dave. I know. I will say, not much for the song, but it is catchy, and the video is actually really well-directed. Really? Well, okay. Yeah. Now, it's, like, it's Taylor someone, Swift. As, someone as told me I don't... want to hate her, when, this, when her songs come on the radio, they're in your head for 30 minutes. They they are they really are and you know I I'm not the type of person who would go and check out like just be like oh I wonder what this Taylor Swift video looks like <laughs> right but you know I was very heavily encouraged to check it out and and wound up looking at it uh, under great duress and wound up thinking you know if it wasn't for the song this video would be pretty cool right <laughs> uh, one more bit of news uh-huh. and for, to me an exciting piece of news October eighteenth is the release date. For Adult Swim's Robot Chicken DC Comics Special Three Magical Friendship. Hell yeah! Okay. Uh, I, so I don't get yeah. around to Robot Chicken a lot. I, I, um, it's hit or miss. Sometimes I catch it, sometimes I don't. I usually get around though right. for the DC stuff. Yeah, like the DC specials are always really a lot of fun. They do a great job. Uh, I I still periodically get um, Lex Luthor's '80s hair band song "Sex Luthor" stuck in my head. <laughs> Just at the most inopportune moments, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, and it's it's just a brilliant bit. Um, it's like he's trying to command the Legion of Doom, and they they found uh, they find on YouTube that he's got there's footage of sex Luther. No one takes him seriously. He's screaming at them, "Turn it off! Turn it off!" Ah, breaking things is great. That sounds right. So I'm really looking forward to magical friendship. Um, it looks like they're going to be bringing in the Adam West Batman. Uh, they're going to be doing. They're they're, they're bringing. It looks like they're bringing in both like multiverse stuff, and they're going to be bringing in uh, the Batman versus Superman fight. So cool. Yeah, that looks like it's going to be fun. I like that's it. all I have for this week. Oh, news. that's all. That's that's it. That's all you had. Only an hour's that's worth it. of you have... rambling and news. Yeah, God, really. Letting, well, we're really dropping the ball. <laughs> Actually, both of mine have dropped. Oh, never mind. (laughs) 
the um yeah we I think we've I think we've rambled on those topics as as well as we could have for certainly as long as we could have well that's not true what'd you say we have fifteen no yeah fifteen hundred no. minutes worth of rambling at this point yeah my the, my toughest job here I mean uh, you know outside well I mean you know I've I've got news aggregation I've got you know editing to some degree and and doing all the SEO and posting and all that crap trying to get it out there my hardest job is moving on to the next topic <laughs> it's it's difficult it's really difficult it really is and i have to just like make myself do it i'm like okay on to blah 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 yeah because i know you still got more I'm, and i know i got more we, yeah we the the rambling would never end we, it would it really wouldn't robert you guys plant would be, style ramble on you guys would be like scoffing at the notion of listening to a seven hour podcast right right and we'd be wondering why no one's downloading anything <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> because no one has seven hours worth of room on their phone. <laughs> All right, I think that's gonna do it for us on uh, this episode. Stay tuned. This week we're also gonna be dropping our uh, Arrow season four, what to expect, and our uh, the Flash season two, what to expect episodes. Uh, uh, short we hope version you guys is, join us. For we that. expect great things. We, well, we expect things. One of us do. <laughs> hey, you half expect great things. You're looking forward to the Flash. Don't you try to hide it. Yep. I half expect great things. Right. <laughs> we are DC On Screen. We are proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher and myriad podcatchers all around the interwebs. If you like our podcast and want a similar podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh Go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast or mcucast.com. Um, by the way, we're all on, on, we're both of us on Facebook as well. So go and hit that like button and go over to iTunes and give us reviews. But, you know, only if you feel strongly. I don't, I don't want to pressure you into anything. I do. No means no. I, I know. I do now. want to pressure you to go out and get the word out. <laughs> I have no qualms with pressuring that. <laughs> I realize we're on the internet. Jason, we're on the internet. You have to understand. People hate it when you ask them to, to help you do anything. Yeah, but you have to. It's just, it's, it's part of it. You just have to. There's no other way. I know. It, it really sucks. I wish we could figure out a way to make it to where people just magically knew we existed. I'm sure we could hire a hacker. Yeah. That seems like, you know, pretty black hat stuff, man. Yeah, but, you know, it'll work. That, that doesn't speak to the truth of our, of our souls, man. <laughs> I, I don't know how to come out of that one. I, sure, okay. Bat, Batman would beat maybe, the hell out of us. Maybe I'm just a bigger disappointment to you than than I would like to think, but I would cheat in a heartbeat. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I'm Batman and you're Red Hood. <laughs> when we when we play act and put pillowcases on our back and go run around and play pretend. Well, that too. Well, that too. Um, all right, we got to get out of here, guys. Have a good one. Uh, do all the things that you know you should be doing to help us and because <laughs> it's clearly your responsibility and not ours well I mean no one operates in a vacuum yeah love us alright shut it down shut it, shut Give it, us shut it power. right down shut it right down <laughs> alright take it easy guys uh, until next week or uh, actually next couple days <laughs> keep some DC on your screen as we're going to
me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Look around you, that car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.